Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And as always, I'm your host, Darren Long. I'm also the Senior Vice President of Sales. And with me on today's show is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Paul may drop in. He may not. He has had an extremely busy week, as have we all. And Jeremy, in today's show, we have a few topics to get to. We are going to be discussing how to buy cheap silver. We're also going to be discussing the potential downfall of the economy, and it may not be what you think, so stay tuned for that. But before we do, what a week for gold and silver. I mean, again, on the heels of an eight-year high we reached last week in gold, and uh, at the start of a new bull movement, many analysts predicting this could be a 40-year super cycle that's about to hit, which again has its own problems on the backside because of the definite problems the economy will face during this period but there are ways to be prepared and we're going to spend today's show talking about that so remember while you're listening that we are experts in the logistics which is the buying and selling and movement of natural fancy colored diamonds physical gold and physical silver we are not acting as your financial planners or advisors nor do we pretend that we are going to be there to balance your portfolios we are here to help you add one of the best kept secrets in all of the world right now that is natural fancy colored diamonds physical gold and physical silver to your portfolio some of you might have heard the term stacking well this will give you the opportunity to do just that you're going to hear about our e-store you can go over to the website guildhallwealth.com there you will get everything you need and this jeremy has been one fantastic week now silver is catching up it started to take off early in the week we're taping this show on Thursday. The ratio between gold and silver, below 90. Big, huge key moment. We've got a contest coming up too we're going to talk about, so stay tuned for that. But during this week, many people have called and said three things. Do you know what's going to happen to silver? Is silver going to catch up and pass gold in percentage terms? Because gold has already surged ahead. And three, is this the big one? Am I going to miss it if I don't participate? You know, we've had those questions all week because a lot of people have seen these false starts. Jeremy, your thoughts on what has been happening this week and how you're feeling about this. And you're probably excited as I am. We've had an incredible week. It's been so busy. We're out of a bunch of products. We've got big orders and shipments coming in during the day today and tomorrow and expecting much more on Monday and Tuesday. But this has been a whirlwind of a week. Yeah, just in terms of the week, it's been a great week. It's been a fun week for us. And you can see what happens psychologically when silver makes a big move. You know, silver ha is up something like 60 cents within a few days, and it gets, it perks attention and it makes you say, oh, geez, I wish I had bought more when it was lower. And so, you know, it's one of those things where you need to be prepared before this market goes up. We've always said it's better to be a month early than a day late. And I know that some people have been holding on to this investment for the past four years. But, you know, we're going to talk about Ray Dalio a little bit further in the show. And he talks about the paradigm shift and his number one asset to hold in your portfolio to diversify for the coming paradigm shift in the financial system is gold. Absolutely. And silver being part of that um, that industry. So, you know, we're looking at a, a nice move up in silver. We've been expecting it because of the ratio was getting out of whack. Gold made that first big move. So it's good. Is it cheap? Is it, is it too expensive now? Should we wait for a pullback? Listen to the second segment because we're going to talk about how to buy silver cheap. In the meantime, 
we need to talk about um, what's going on with Deutsche Bank. But before we do, we have that promotion coming up through Twitter. We do. In fact, if you head over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm, that's twitter.com slash guildhallwm, WM standing for Wealth Management, or look us up on Twitter. Get over there because we have an incredible opportunity for you. This will be ongoing, and uh, this contest is simply a retweet contest. You see the tweet showing the contest, retweet it out to more people, and you automatically qualify for an incredible 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin, which is right now estimated at a value of around $175, and that coin is huge it's awesome it's heavy it's holding your hands it's got a plastic casing you'll see the picture when you head over to twitter and all you have to do is simply go over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm and retweet the post at the top of the contest it ends august the 15th all right now let's turn our attention to something that is very important in the grand scheme of things we have been following trends and jeremy you are an expert in this particular area of following the trends of banks and institutions and their data and what it's telling us and how it relates to the economy more recently, you have been, in fact, on another radio station, been asked to be there as a specialist in gold and silver, and you've been speaking to them about a very interesting topic. Uh, this is, of course, Deutsche Bank, and there's a lot to be said about this particular bank and why it's important to us. I'd like you to share that with the audience right now. Sure. I've been wanting to do this for, for quite some time, which is put together... Um, a timeline of what's been going on at Deutsche Bank. It's one of those things I've been following through all the articles over the last few years uh, because it's such an interesting story, especially it's basically a story of bank rates, of uh, toxic um, assets, of settlements, and now it's the subject of an absolute bank run. Now, the big, the reason why this is important is because in 2008, everyone was blindsided by the mortgage crisis. Everyone didn't realize the greed and what, what it was causing, et cetera, et cetera. This time around... Things were good. Things were good. This time around, everyone knows that the, the financial system has not been fixed and that certain banks still didn't get out of trouble. And this is one of those banks. So let's just quickly go through a timeline because it's going to be absolutely incredible to hear this type of stuff, especially as it starts to gain momentum <laughs> over the years. So 2014, they were forced, uh, Deutsche Bank was forced to raise $1.5 in Tier 1 capital, and they sold off $8 billion worth of stock at a 30% discount. Now, keep in mind, in 2014, what was a Tier 1 asset? Not gold. Today, it is gold. Right, so they would have been able to, put, to bring up the, the gold. In 2015, they failed the banking industry stress test. They had to pay out, listen to this, $2.1 billion to the Department of Justice and the UK for a LIBOR settlement. Uh, S&P lowered their rating to BBB+, which was three notches above junk, which is lower than Lehman Brothers. And uh, their retail banking was not profitable, so what did they do? They had to take higher and higher risk. Then it also came out in 2015 that they had a derivatives book worth $75 trillion, which is 20 times the GDP of Germany. So you want to talk about a bank that is too big to bail 
forget too big to fail. They were too big to bail. How are they going to fix that? And now what also came out in 2016, all of a sudden the derivatives were worth $42 trillion, but of course the accounting methodology comes into question. Again, you could go back to 2008 and they, you know, all of these bankers are testifying to Congress. How did this happen? How did you know? And they all say, well, I don't know. It was difficult to calculate what we actually owed, et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly what happened to Deutsche Bank. We have no idea what their derivatives book is actually worth. But this is where it gets interesting, Darren. 2016, there was a zero hedge article that they that Deutsche Bank failed to deliver gold. So they had this gold investment fund that had physical backing. And as we all know, in those type of funds, if you're a large enough customer, you can just simply take delivery of the product. In this case, they said, nope, you can't take delivery of this product. Now, if they needed that as tier one capital, you could see why. But in this case, they didn't. So um, very interesting that they couldn't deliver the product or wouldn't deliver the product. And what it meant was investors had to sell the shares and buy gold elsewhere. Also that year, 2016, Deutsche Bank settled a class action suit for manipulating the silver market to the tune of $38 million and a class action suit for manipulating silver to the tune of $60 million. I'm just going to rush through now. $98 million worth of settlements for silver that year. That year. Now, in 2017, they settled with the Department of Justice again, $7.2 billion. Do you know what that does to a bank? Mortgage related to mortgage securities. Um they cut staff bonuses that year. Um, 2018, their offices were raided for uh, during the Panama Paper affair, and they fired another 58 uh, full-time employees. 5,800. 5,800, shuttering their Houston office, and they lost 750 million euros in equities. Is this a bank you want to even work at at this point? Now we get to 2019. This is where it goes. This is where it all starts to go down, and we'll talk about it more in the next segment. They're trying to create a bad bank for themselves so that they can get rid of $50 billion in high-risk assets or toxic assets. They've already laid off 18,000 people or 20% of their workforce. They tried to deal with, they tried to merge with Commerce Bank and it failed. Their, their derivative book, still considered to be $45 trillion, And they're in discussion, which BMP, in a discussion with BMP Paribas to move $200 billion worth of, in, of investor banking hedge fund money. What is this doing? Well, this is where we all come to today. They have a bank run of $1 billion a day from hedge funds. They're sitting there saying, why would we wait to see if you guys can even put a merger deal together? We're getting our funds out right now. What is that going to do to the banking system, the financial system, should this bank actually go under with a $45 trillion derivative book? Let's talk about it when we get back. Let's talk about it when we get back. Stay tuned in The Real Money Show. We're going to talk about that in a lot more in terms of how it impacts gold and silver. And uh, later in the show, natural fancy-colored diamonds. It's amazing. We're going to talk Ray Dalio. And uh, if you're interested in gold and silver like we are, you won't want to miss this, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Jeremy from Guildhall. And I want to take just a few moments to talk about our registered accounts. You've heard us talk about this on the show. But what it means is that you can hold physical precious metals, gold and silver, in a registered account, an RSP, a Lira, a LIF, a RIF, even an RESP for the kids, or your TFSA. Hold 100-ounce bars of silver, 10-ounce bars of silver, 1-ounce bars of gold. And what makes this so unique is we're going to give you an inventory report. It's going to have the serial numbers for all of the products that you're holding, even the contact details and address for the vault. Want to go to the vault? You'll get 
to go to the vault and personally audit your holdings. As you know, we have a motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And that's exactly the case here. You can go to the vault and hold the product in your hand. And if you want to get involved today, we're going to give you one gram of gold for every $5,000 US invested in this account. That's up to $50,000, which means you can have up to 10 grams in your pocket worth over $500. If you want to find out more about holding physical metals in your RSP, go to getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com, and we look forward to assisting you. You've been listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host. And to Jeremy, that was an interesting first segment. Interesting why? Because this all comes together in talking about banks that potentially could fail to tell us and paint the bigger picture and how it relates to gold and silver. That's what I want to talk about. Before we move on to how to buy some cheap silver, I want to mention Twitter.com. Twitter.com slash GuildhallWM. Twitter.com slash GuildhallWM. That is our Twitter handle. Go there. We are having a contest running right now through August the 15th. And all you have to do is simply go to our Twitter page and retweet the post at the top. And you will be entered automatically for a 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin, which is worth approximately about 245 Canadian today's price as we tape on Thursday. And this coin is huge. It's encased in a beautiful plastic case. There's a photo of it there in comparison to a pen. And these are one of our favorite coins. Go there, retweet that tweet, share the love, and uh, let us know that you're paying attention by doing so. Now, Jeremy, in this particular segment, I want to talk a little bit more about that Deutsche Bank fallout potential and its relation to gold and silver and then hit right on this how do we get silver cheap because i know the people listening some of them are callers who shop around and they want to know what is and how do i get the best prices so deutsche bank is definitely certainly in the european sense for sure uh, the cog, it's the potential. It could collapse and it could kill an economy. So this explains why they've been been holding it up, propping it up, especially in that part of the world, in the Eurozone region. They've been trying to pick apart all the good things that remain at the bank, which right now is you know, less than 5% of probably everything it owns, and they've been trying to take it away. How does this impact gold and silver long term? What is this all relating to? Yeah, and, and very quickly, just to, you know, they're also... Re- they're also in, they're also considering subletting their London offices. They're mm. taking paintings off the walls. Okay, they were talking about executives getting fitted for fifteen hundred dollars suits. That those aren't expensive suits. Okay, <laughs> um, it's it's not a good situation at that bank. You know they've got a derivatives book. Why is it important? They've got a derivatives book that if this bank fails. Think of the counterparty risk that that's going to create and the vacuum that that's going to create. And they're also one of the banks that short silver, aren't they, Darren? They are. So if they go under, it becomes another Bear Stearns situation. Or sorry, Lehman Brothers. Lehman well, Brothers. Bear Stearns situation. Bear Stearns too, they were shorting yes. the market. But if you looked, actually, if you look at the charts, if you look at the Lehman chart and, and the Deutsche Bank chart, they look eerily similar. Um, you know, basically right now, this stock is worth less than a pack of cigarettes. So um, if this bank does go down, it's going to send shockwaves through the market. And when you look at what Ray Dalio is talking about, about a paradigm shift right now, 
and his recommendation for owning gold. The paradigm shift that he's talking about is this idea that quantitative easing and putting more money into the system is no longer going to have an effect when things start to roll down the pike. And what it means is that when there's unfunded liabilities like like retirement and health care and those funds aren't raising enough capital because they're at zero interest rate or negative interest rate, they're either going to sell off the capital or they're going to have to go seek more risky assets and it's just not going to be a good situation. So we're going to end up in a situation where this is this is Ray Dalio talking. Basically, the only way out, as we've talked on this show for years, Darren, is is decrease uh, is devalue the currency. That's all you can do: devalue the currency and monetize the debt. So yes, anyone who's got a pension is going to get paid. The healthcare, it's going to get paid, but it's going to get paid with lower and lower valued dollars. How are you going to protect against that? You need physical precious metals. This Deutsche Bank situation is just one of those situations out there, black swan potential events that could hurry this whole thing up, right? You don't want the crisis. You know, the Fed's been lucky they haven't had a crisis and they're still talking about lowering interest rates. It's amazing that Deutsche Bank hasn't gone down already. It's literally a zombie bank. But the paradigm shift could happen sooner than later, right? Ray Dalio does not want to talk about when it's going to happen. He doesn't want to have a crystal ball. He just says it's going to happen. It could happen in a month, two months, next week. And this is the type of thing that when we talk about being a month early than a day late, this is why you should not be so focused on price in the metals and just get into your portfolio. That said, we will talk about how to get cheap silver in a few moments. Guildhallwealth.com is the website you can go to, 187-78-SILVER. An easy number to remember. Use it. We'll give you the information as you request. If you want an investor package, we're happy to send that out to you. But get over there because we're in the throes of what could potentially be a very big super cycle for precious metals. And uh, Deutsche Bank operating in 58 countries, Jeremy. 58 countries still maintain 91,500 employees in those 58 countries. And it has been said by several banking analysts that they have now lost about 95% of their value. So this is a bank 5% or less away from losing its entire share value. It's a bank which, as we've talked about in the past, could be the event which drives gold and silver. And if you've listened to us, The Real Money Show, if you own gold and silver, you know one thing is for certain, gold and silver are event-driven. In the past, it's been the threat of the supply being lost. In the past, it's been the threat of oil prices screaming out of control, which happened. In the past, it's been high, a low value of U.S. dollar. There's all kinds of things that drive these. The fundamentals are operating in the background, which take us as high as they can go. But Jeremy, if people are listening right now, their concern is, have I missed the boat? How do we get and convey to people that, number one, they have not missed the boat. Like you said, better to be early than to be late. A year from now, they could be completely late and have missed it. If they're buying now and stacking and adding and putting it in their portfolio and taking advantage of it, it could be the best decision they make. Yeah, you know, when we're looking for what's the best price, how do I know it's cheap is really the question. Everyone wants to buy something cheap, but how do I know it's cheap? You know, to some people, a $70 stock could be cheap. To others, a penny stock is cheap. 
But what we're trying to do and what we're going to do right now is to discuss how do you know that $16 silver, anything under, let's say, $20 silver is cheap. I mean, to me personally, it, it's still going to be cheap at $25, $30, $40, but we're talking about just where we are right now. And we don't want to talk about moves that what we call pennies to the downside and dollars to the up. Is anyone really worried about a 50 cent move? This is physical product, right? It's, it, it has to be treated differently than stocks. Let's talk about how to get silver cheap. We have to understand that price is what you pay and value is what you get. So we want to look at some of the fundamentals at play right now in silver so that you understand that it is so cheap right now, you want to take advantage of getting it in your portfolio. And it doesn't matter if it goes up next week, next month, or next year, that you know you bought it cheap because if you bought it cheap, you're in it for the long term to make a ton of money. The first thing we want to look at is the ratio. Yes, to some of our listeners, this could sound boring, but to those who don't know about it, this is something that is very important in this market. The ratio right now, which just came under 90 to 1, has, been, a, to one. has been as high as nine, over 90 to 1 in this market. Now, the ratio, the, the historic norm is 16 to 1. 16 ounces of silver will buy you one ounce of gold. Historically, that's how many ounces came out of the ground. 16 ounces of silver for every one ounce of gold. In fact, that's how they, they use the bimetallic standard. They ratioed it at essentially 16 to 1. Today, mining experts speculate that there's actually 8 to 1 in the, in the Earth's crust. So that means that silver should be potentially 8 to 1. Now, if you look at what's above ground, there's actually less silver above ground than gold, which means the ratio should be reversed. So you could be looking in that respect at much, much, obviously, prices higher than gold today. This is something really interesting that James Turk was talking about on King World News recently or writing about. He said that since 1975, there have been 11,186 trading days on the COMEX. And out of those 11,186 days or 45 years, the ratio being above 90 or above 90 to 1 or at 90 to 1, 82 days, Darren. That is the window of opportunity of a lifetime if you were able to actually get into the market on one of those 82 days. Now, we're trading at 88 to 1, no big deal right? We're still far, far away from 16 to 1 or where we got in 2011, which was 35 to 1. Let's talk about real supply. At these prices, you can barely bring it out of the ground at a profit. So how cheap is cheap? You know, you could say, oh, I want silver cheap. I want it at $3, but you're not going to have any product coming to the market at $3 because no one can actually mine it at $3. We are at the floor of mine production in a market where mining companies are merging because they're trying to, to get their margin levels down. We're looking at peak gold, essentially, in the markets and peak silver. So how, how much lower do you think the, the mining industry can get the price of silver out of the ground at is a big, big question. I personally think that this is about the bottom of the market, which is leading to supply crunches. As you know, anecdotally, Darren, we have issues with getting physical supply. We even had to cut off the 10-ounce bars from our registered accounts for a little while because we couldn't get the product into the vault fast enough to satisfy the, regula the regulators, so we had to cancel that. And what it means is that, yeah, if you want to buy 30 10-ounce bars, you can. But if you want to buy 3,000, you're out of luck. You're getting in line. And to that end, 
for those who want to take physical delivery on the COMEX, they are getting emergency measures out of the COMEX where they're getting what they call exchange for FIS, a forward contract sent to London, and they have to wait in line in London with these forward contracts that roll over every 13 days so the regulators don't look at them, because if it was 14 days, they'd have to report. And then they're basically waiting in line, hoping to get some physical product. Now, there are stories of people getting a ton of physical product. Like we just heard a story today of someone who bought something like 150 kilo bars of gold from, uh, from a supplier that we know. And the real problem here is, is obfuscation of price through the paper. There's so much paper out there that people don't understand what the real physical price is. But that will change. That will change, and Deutsche Bank could be could be the big domino that creates that change. And what that could cause is gap up in prices. We could easily see silver move up five, ten dollars in a shot in this market. So we believe it's super cheap. That is how you get cheap silver. You get cheap silver by understanding the value of it, and the value of it today is very, very much undervalued, especially against gold, which is undervalued against all of the currencies and the debts that are out there. Guildhallwealth.com is a website to go to. And while you're there, check out our Twitter page, twitter.com slash guildhallwm. We are running a contest right now. It is free to enter. All you have to do is retweet the top post starting this week. When you're hearing this show, go there right now. The contest ends August the 15th. We are going to do a live announcement on YouTube to let you all know who won. It'll be a random draw, and it is a 10-ounce maple leaf coin, which is worth approximately $244.45 at today's price. That price is changing, fluctuating all the time, and this coin is enormous. It's beautiful, encased in plastic. Its weight is awesome for heavier coin collectors. We'll talk more about that when we come back, other account types, and much, much more on The Real Money Show. You've been listening to The Real Money Show, and holding physical precious metals in a registered account is a very easy thing to do. If you've been thinking about it for a while, let us help. Hold physical gold, silver, in your RSP, your TFSA, a Lira, even an RESP, or any registered account. And for us, what makes this so unique is that Precious metals products that we offer through Guildhall are all allocated and segregated. You actually receive your own itemized inventory report. In fact, you can even go to the vault to see, hold, touch your metals. That's ownership in the palm of your hand through a registered investment with Guildhall. And there is more to this. If you want to open up that account, you've been thinking about it, we're happy to give you one gram of gold for every 5,000 US invested up to a maximum of 10 grams. And with the price of gold surging ahead right now, that's over $500 worth of gold in your pocket free of charge. So if you're interested in learning more and you'd like us to help you along the way, we're here to listen. We wanna help you open up a registered account holding physical gold and silver. To get more information, head over to getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I want you to know if you're listening to the show, head over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm or find Guildhall's Twitter page. And there we are going to show you at the top of that page a beautiful 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin, which can be yours simply by retweeting that post and sharing a little bit of that with the people you know. We'd like you to retweet that as many times as you like. You'll get one entry uh, and one entry only, and the entry will be picked randomly on the 15th of August, and it will be your coin. We will send it to you free of charge. That's our thank you for listening, and we do appreciate that. It is open only to Canadian residents. If you're listening to this, Canadian residents only. And, again, that's twitter.com slash guildhallwm. Now, Jeremy, in the last segment, the concept of how to buy silver cheap. Well, it has a lot of components, and they're moving around and being swashed here and there, back in the the bucket, so to speak, and we've isolated a couple of important things. One, the emperor has no more clothes because the physical product that we expect to be in certain places around the world is quickly becoming uh, no longer available, so they're moving to get it from other places in the world where when we started this, it was easy to get their physical silver deliveries in the futures market from New York. You'd take delivery of their product, which is about 2% of the monthly uh, contracts. The rest would roll over or they'd take their losses or take their gains. And now we're seeing this huge influx of what are called exchange for products, EFPs, that get sent over to London. There's all kinds of manipulation in terms of how to game the system with these paper players. And the fact is, all this is telling us is that there's not as much out there as we thought. And this is boding well for us because the price of silver is a mere $16 and change. It's nothing. It's so cheap right now and easy for you, the listener, to take advantage of. Buy 10 ounces. Buy 100 ounces. If you want to buy more, go ahead, but get some into your stack because this is the opportunity of a lifetime. And, you know, Darren, we we talk to people and some people say, oh, well, it it hasn't done anything in in five years. Blah, blah, blah. I I don't want it. Look out. Okay. You know, you drive on the street every day and you think, oh, the ground's perfectly solid. And then you wake up one day and there's this massive, massive pothole because under the surface, there's been major things happening. And that's what's going on. When you talk about EFPs, you are talking about endgame. You are talking about an absolute emergency measure, which was used maybe twice in the 70s, once by the Hunt brothers. Well, not by the Hunt brothers, by Makata, who needed to do it with the Hunt brothers. Um, This is endgame stuff. This is end game stuff. And when you get banks like like Deutsche Bank who are in so much trouble and have a massive derivative book and you get things like we talked about earlier where in 2016 they said, no, 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 you can't take delivery of your physical product. This is the issue where you don't own the product. You need to know that you own the product because when the day comes that you decide you want to take delivery, you don't want to be out of luck. You want to have it in your hand. And when those days come, when people really want their product, I'm talking about when the U.S. dollar is really tanking, when when inflation is really hitting, when you're looking at the stock market gains and you're saying, what good are these gains when the dollar is losing value all the time? That's when you're going to say, I want the gold in my portfolio. And that's exactly when you're going to go to the bank or your institution or wherever the physical product may be held, quote unquote, 
And you're going to find out, no, you can't take delivery of it. That's why it's so important with us that you get those serial numbers. Lesson learned. And again, we're not going to shed light on the various institutions that do this, but it's a regular practice. They are called certificates. And this particular week, I had a client in the office. In fact, today, just before we taped the show, who's a regular buyer and owns lots of bullion, comes in today, bought some coins, and um, had an issue. Had been a long-term holder of a certificate for gold. And in fact, that was a 100-ounce certificate of gold in his family, been there for some time, one of the major banks of Canada. And uh, he went, this was in Quebec, to convert their certificate into physical holdings because he felt it was time to uh, assure himself and his family that the actual product existed. And uh, after three days of conversations and preparations. He finally said, I'm coming to the bank. I want my product. Simply want to go into the vault, get it. I'm taking it with me. It's supposed to be 100 ounces of gold, and the certificate did not even clarify the denominations. Just 100 ounces of sure. gold. And this individual goes to the bank and walks out with cash. No product, not available. Read the fine print. Sorry that you bought the certificate and felt there should be physical there. We reserve the right at this time. We don't have 100 ounces of gold. We can order it for you. It might take weeks to get there, but they did not have the product. He converted to cash and And, uh, had made the decision to buy product, maybe physical product. And maybe that was part of the, well, you've come to the vault. We don't have it here. You know, it's in Vancouver or whatever the case is. And, and just for expedience sake, they're like, well, look, we, we, we can give you the cash. Mm-hmm. That we can give you right now today. That is a stark contrast to a client who holds physical product in our vaults because they get their inventory reports. They know what they're holding. They want to take delivery. They set up their appointment. They know when they're going to go to the vault and within 48 hours and they go pick it up. And it's there. Why is it there? Because it's always been there. There's no, it's all about transparency. And those who are buying precious metals, it does, yes, there's, there is the opportunity aspect. There is the silver could go to $1,000 an ounce one day. It could go to $100 an ounce and the type of money that you can make. There's opportunity there. But this does come down to trust. This does come down to, I have my wealth. Where do I store it? Where do I store it where it's still going to be there in 5, 10, 15, 20 years? And when it comes to trust and the, the paradigm, as Ray Dalio talks about, that we're entering into, where debts are going to be monetized, where only so much money that you pump into the system is only going to have so much effect, the distrust that that creates between institutions, between investors and their institutions, that's where gold becomes such an important part of the portfolio. Not, not the whole part, but a, but a, but a part of your portfolio. So to diversify into physical gold is very important. Yes, there's opportunities there. Yes, there's a lot of money that can be made. But to have the physical silver, the transparency that it's yours, whether you take it home using the the e-store or whether you want to hold it in a registered account or whether you want to have it at our vault or even allocated finance it, there are lots of options for liquidity, transparency, and trust with Guildhall. Guildhallwealth.com, the website, one eight seven seven eight silver Guildhall Wealth is actually giving away a beautiful 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin, which is worth, at today's price, around $245. The coin is beautiful. It's heavy for heavy coin collectors. And all you have to do as a listener to win it is head over to 
twitter.com slash guildhallwm. That's twitter.com slash guildhallwm and retweet the post at the top when the contest ends August the 15th. We will pick the winner at that point in time, one entry per individual and open only to Canadian residents. And we would love for you, the listener, to win that and we'll ship it out to you and uh, we promise we'll make a big fuss for you. Uh, again, if you're thinking about getting into the market, we've been talking about gold and silver, Jeremy, but boy, this is an explosive month for information because for years we've been talking also about natural fancy colored diamonds. Now everybody pause for a second and get your mind out of gold and silver, which is a beautiful thing. You're going to own it. You want to own it. You're listening. So hopefully you go over and get some. And for a moment, let it wander a bit into the realm of natural fancy colored diamonds. Not a topic you have to delve into and be an expert in. Let us be the experts. But an area that can make a ton of money if you do it the right way. Now, for years, we've been talking, folks, about one particular type of diamond, which is the pink diamond. And in addition to the yellow diamonds that we've shown and discussed and have done wonderful things with, these pink diamonds more recently have been in the news and media very sporadically, very sporadically. I mean, in fact, it's almost impossible to find news about it. So I want to spend some time in the last segment talking about pink diamonds. There's major, major news regarding the Argyle mine. And the best thing of all, it's a little pat on the back, Jeremy. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fact that we've been discussing this for years and years and years. I've written about it at length. And now... The mainstream media, including one right here in Toronto, which we'll tell you about and share with you in our newsletter, has written an article. We want to share that article with you, tell you why we love pink diamonds when we come back. You are listening and tuned into The Real Money Show. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. You've been listening to The Real Money Show. And if you've been thinking about buying some gold or silver, a great way to do it is to head over to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. That's our e-store, and it's easy to buy physical precious metals. Shop, in fact, for all of the finest precious metals bullion products. There's coins, there's bars, and it may be the right way for you to start your stack. When you want to get into gold and silver and you want to select from brands like Royal Canadian Mint, Pamp Swiss, Asahi, and other LBMA-approved metals, they are all going to be there at guildhallpreciousmetals.com and at competitive prices. With guildhallpreciousmetals.com, you can order precious metals right from the comfort of your home or on the go. And the best thing about it is you're going to receive fast and discreet shipping. It's going to arrive at your door anywhere in Canada and your packages are insured. And we do provide tracking numbers. But there is something else. The store is open from 7 a.m. to midnight. So you can book your order when it's convenient for you. And we're so happy and thrilled about the business that we're getting right now. We're also offering one free ounce of silver for every 100 ounces of silver that you buy through the e-store. That's guildhallpreciousmetals.com and start stocking today. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, the final segment, and you have stayed tuned in. And maybe for some of you, it may be the best of everything that we've talked about this week, while others, this may be the moment in time in which, if you've owned gold and silver, you decide to diversify further and have a natural fancy colored diamond in your portfolio. 
We can help you do that. And before we went to break, we talked in particular about a significant development. Now, this development is not new. We have been talking and discussing for years upon years the fact that the Argyle mine in Western Australia, which produces 90% of all pink diamonds, is under pressure to close. They are running out of ore supplies. We have written about it. I personally have developed all kinds of reports about the ore supplies there. And I have followed Rio Tinto, the parent company, which is a public company, very closely. I've been involved with all kinds of stuff in social media that pertains to Argyle. And, of course, the best thing of all, Argyle Diamonds. We've had them available for years upon years, and we've been pleading with people, get into this market, get into this market, get into this market. And all of a sudden, Jeremy, the mainstream media decide to pick up this story and ran with it. And the headline, which we'll go into in a minute, reads like this. The world's biggest diamond mine is closing, which means gem prices are likely heading higher. And that came from none other than the Financial Post this week. You know, Darren, up until now, we've had um, auction records, knowing that pinks and yellows, blues, greens, breaking records at auctions. And that's when you really start to see the the market in the headlines. You know, you see it on Bloomberg and, and things like that. You've also had a lot of the industry itself discussing it, where they talk about it sort of internally. And I, I think that's where... I think that's where investors or anyone who wants to protect wealth, I should say, has a difficult time with, with natural fancy color diamonds. They want to do their research. But where do you go to do research on natural fancy color diamonds? How many books are there? There's three books on, on natural fancy color diamonds, right? So, And that's probably the best place to start. If you're going to do it, you have to invest in these massive books on natural fancy colored diamonds even though there's only three or four of them and that's really only where you're going to get the info and of course there's also Guildhall and we we use a lot of the fancy color research foundation information usually what we do to help people just get started is say go find a natural fancy colored diamond of the quality that we have um, you know just before we get into this article Darren just as an example, you know, we have one diamond in particular that we've never had at Guildhall, and we jumped on it to get it to get it into our collection, which is a 0.57 fancy. Now it goes fancy, intense, and vivid. Vivid's the strongest color. Then you have intense, then fancy. This is a purple pink, though. But it is a purple pink, so it has that lilac color to it, and it's flawless. You do not get internally flawless, let alone flawless pink diamonds. And we happen to have one in our collection. The cut is great. The balance of the diamond is fantastic. Um, this is a diamond that's selling a little under $100,000. So in terms of where it could be in the future, I think this one definitely is offering some great value right now. All right. Well, this is an interesting time, of course, because we've written about it. We've said extensively on the air that ownership of a pink diamond over the long term is so beneficial that, in fact, the Fancy Research Foundation, Fancy Color Research Foundation, reported over a 350% gain in the last decade in pinks, and that was up until last year. doesn't even include the last 12 months because that report has not been updated. And if it is, we'll bring it to our public. But this article from the Financial Post was a play on uh, an article written that week, last week in Bloomberg. And also, in addition to this, this 
article, for whatever reason, in different uh, configurations, different verbiage, was found all over the world. All of a sudden, all these newspapers are writing about it, and it got me to thinking about the situation we find ourselves in. That is that we have been saying for the longest time, pink diamonds in particular are among the world's best-kept investing secrets. Uh, they are that way because they are going to be like a Picasso while he was still alive. If you could have bought a Picasso, would you have gone and bought one, two, maybe ten at a very reasonable price while he was still alive, even though it was a very special painting to own? Or would you have said, no, I don't think that this is ever going to be much? Well, if you passed on it, you passed up what has now become one of the most um, auctionable, beautiful pieces. And this is exactly what's going to happen with Pink Diamonds. We are about to see a mine close after decades of being open. And this article just simply states that fact. It says the world's biggest diamond mine. It is the world's biggest diamond mine because, of course, it produces 10% of the world's white diamond supply. Pinks aren't a mainstay is about to be shuttered by Rio Tinto Group after almost four decades. Rio Tinto's Argyle Mine in remote Western Australia has transformed the sector since 1983 when the operation began supplying gems for both ends of the market. RBC Capital Markets and Panmure Gordon are among brokers, banks, and competitors forecasting the closure could kickstart prices into much higher ranges. And this is to say something we've already known and sharing with our, shared with our listening audience, that this is still, at this very moment, as you're hearing this, the opportunity of a lifetime. There is no real big mainstay of investors in the public that own pink diamonds. But you could be one of them if you're listening and you have the funds to do it and you're considering diversifying, this could ultimately be the best thing you ever do for yourself. And, you know, Darren, you, you don't have to have... Um, six figures to get involved in this market. For example, uh, we have an Argyle pink, fancy orangey pink, 0.35 VVS2. It's a pair cut, 34,500 US. We even have a 0.24 fancy intense orangey pink for in and around 14,400 US. So you can get into this market with quality diamonds uh, and you don't have to break, break the bank to do it. What I found really interesting about this article is that it discussed the Argyle mine's effect and the closing that it will have on the rest of the diamond industry, the white diamond industry, and that it will potentially raise the prices of all diamonds across the board. And there was a, a little sneak snippet in that article that also discusses about the the lifetime, the length of the lifetime of other certain mines, um, which I found really interesting as well, because you and I have talked about holding a natural fancy color diamond as a way to pass on generational wealth. And we know that a lot of these mines are going to be closing over the next few decades. So we have the Argyle mine that's going to be closing within the next year. And then you've got these other m mines that could be closing within the next decade. And then further out, even more mines closing. So you know what that's going to have as an effect on hard assets and specifically quality color diamonds down the road. And you start to think about what that potentially is going to have, maybe not just today for your family, but what it could mean to your grandkids, right? If they had, a, if they had an asset like that in their family. So that's a really interesting thing to think about. I think in terms of today and short-term, medium-term, or long-term, if you're thinking you know, a few decades or even a decade, 
that we've already seen the gains. You know, we've seen diamonds that used to sell for 22,000 now sell for 45. And that was a small investment at the time. The larger investments have done just mind-boggling how you can how you can see those. And those aren't just pinks. That also includes the other colors, which you can find out more about if you go over to guildhallwealth.com. It's guildhallwealth.com. And if you want a package and you don't want to bother to go over to the website, we'll send it to you. Just dial the number, one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver Now, in addition to all this, Jeremy, what an exciting week because on Friday of last week, Andrew Soiree, the leader now of Rio Tinto right now, and I pronounce his name very poorly because I can't <laughs> put the accent on it. Anyways, he's the CEO of, of, of Rio Tinto, uh, of the mine and copper division, of the diamonds and copper division. He made all these announcements, and one of them was, here you go, folks. We're also releasing slightly early the 64 stones that make up this year's could be very well the second last tender ever the special diamonds that we talk about every year, one of which we have on our website right now, Lot 35 from 2016. And this year's tender will include six hero stones. It's one of its last collections of the very most rarest of pink diamonds in the entire world. And uh, this is going to be an exciting year for diamond holders. And A I'd ton never, of money to be made. I don't remember, I don't recall any time where the the head of... Rio Tinto discussed the Argyle tender. But just to keep this in perspective, just as a takeaway for the show, because uh, you and I were talking about this earlier, this is luxury asset in Australia is equivalent to Rioja and their wines or, you know, or Napa Valley wines. Imagine if that entire industry went away, what that meant to the country, right? That's what's happening. You're writing right? about it. Right? What would happen to the to the to the price of Rioja wines if that whole industry shut down next year. The existing <laughs> inventory would be skyrocketing into unbelievable price territories, which is exactly what they're saying is going to happen with pinks. In fact, if you're a buyer of pink diamonds, look out. They may be worth more than reds in a very short period of time. That's it. That's all we have for this week's show. Go over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm. Retweet the top post and you will be qualified for our contest for a free 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin for you heavy coin collectors. It's awesome. Go over to guildhallwealth.com to find out more information about that. We want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you next week on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Folks, many investors are now turning to natural fancy colored diamonds. You just heard us talk about them, and we love sharing information about it. If you're over on our website at guildhallwealth.com, I want to encourage you to take advantage and ask more about natural fancy colored diamonds. Call the number, ask for an investor package. It's something I'm sure that very few of you have actually heard about. But when you look into natural fancy colored diamonds, what you might realize is that this is an opportunity of a lifetime, one that can change your wealth forever. We have been dealing in natural fancy colored diamonds for over a decade. And in doing so, we have seen so many people happy and satisfied with the ownership of a natural fancy colored diamond. Tomorrow, you may wake up and you may find that it is the best decision you've ever made for your portfolio. Go over to guildhallwealth.com, take a look online, and ask us for the information. I want to thank you for listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.